that you pray for. What is it you pray for? What did it feel like? A joyful note. Hello everybody and welcome to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for just about all the things that you can call horror, and we are your hosts. My name is Justin. And my name is Brandon. Welcome to the show. Welcome on in. Boy, do we have sights to show you. Right? (laughs) Yeah, buddy. I'm surprised you didn't lead with that. You're getting soft. Your your quips and the shit that you used to do. Yeah, I know. We both. (laughs) It's early. As I look down, it's a quarter to eleven. It's like it's not that early, but I had a late no, night. But, yeah, we, yeah, we had we both had busy late nights, uh, yeah, yeah. working and such. So yeah, but I mean, you used to do that. You used to fucking kill me with your with your cheesy ass quips. You start the episode. You were always so proud of them too. You mm-hmm. are getting tired, Justin. I, maybe I just caught enough shit from you last night do, that I do. don't. <laughs> Oh. I don't need to bring on more torture for myself. Don't even start with me, <laughs> sir. Little tease there, guys. <laughs> uh, but this week, we are here to talk about the new Hellraiser 2022. Just hit Hulu. Uh, yesterday, Yesterday for us. Um, this is the 7th. Um, yeah, I got the distinct impression from you that you were not a big fan. So I watched this Wednesday night. It hit Hulu at like 9 p.m. Yeah, and for so those I'm of us on our coast, it is kind of nice. We were watching... West Coast, West Coast. We were watching some show. I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. And there was like one episode left, and it was going to release the next day. But by the time we got to where it would start, it was like 9, 9.30. And was I was there. getting ready to go to bed, and it was there. And I was like, nope. oh, well... Cool. I guess I'm not going to bed. I want <laughs> no, to you're not going to bed because it's great. So yeah, yeah. I think it was that candy show with uh, Jessica Biel, or when it's the true story of the. Oh yeah, okay. it was a really good show. But anyway, Must it have is been nice. It. I mean, I know you're a binger, but I mean, yeah. like. But you know, I got sucked in, and she did a great job, and I sure. kept wanting to watch. But yeah, it's I didn't watch it Thursday night. I had other shit going on, but yeah. I watched it Friday as soon as mm-hmm. I could. And yeah, I, I I could not wait. Tell yours. Okay, I was. I can't tell you the amount of hope and joy and like just unbridled excitement, enthusiasm. You're a Hellraiser fan. Yeah, and so now let me start off by saying. I like this movie. This is a good it's a good movie. Hmm. But the only issue that I have is it wasn't scary. It wasn't scary at all. Everybody did great in their performance and what was expected of them, like what was mm-hmm. put in there. Uh Jamie Clayton as the priest was great. I had no yeah. issues with her performance on any of that. The Cenobites, they all looked all right. Mm-hmm. I missed I missed kind of the you know the the 80s leather and like like they all matched and like it was kind of, it looked like a heavy metal band and 
But the thing with this is like it was cool seeing different versions of what Cenobites could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you had. You still like, had the chatterer that looked yeah. really cool, and then you had the chick with the pulled back throat and shit. And it was mm-hmm. Yeah, one the, the the weeper weeping or something. I know they have like terms I saw in your notes, but um, yeah, like I didn't hate it. I just I never I never got scared. There was, it was never mm-hmm. super tense. Like it it was it wasn't very dark. Um, even like watching the originals. They were, I mean, they they tended to get more out there as the sequels progressed. Um, but they were always so dark and gritty and grimy and just, it was like you felt gross watching them. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like, well, yeah, this is unsettling. It's uncomfortable. It's like, should I be watching this? Like this one, it felt more polished. That's, about, which, well, that's what I was about to say. It, it's yeah. a lot more new age polished. Yeah, and I mean, that's fine. It's um, kind of the issue that the Netflix Texas Chainsaw has. Yeah. It doesn't have, like, when you watch original Chainsaw, you feel gross. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're getting as dirty as everything else in the, that movie. The new one, it's it's just a movie. Yeah. There's there was a few t- there was I don't even know if there's a few times when I was genuinely, like, worried for everybody. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you only got a couple hooks. Like I would like to have seen more hooks. You know what I mean? Like they really emphasize that, especially in the first one. Um, but like when they when they strung that guy up in the very beginning, and yeah, I, I mean I like the shot. I love it looked, the opening. It looked really good as like mm-hmm. it's he's being strung up in the background. It's not mm-hmm. like they're not shoving it down your throat. It's kind of in the background. It's happening. It's not the focus, but it's going on. But like. You only get that person hooked, and then the girl gets hooked, I think, in the walls when she's kind of like strung backwards. Yeah. And then at the end, well, I guess oh, the end people get more the Cenobite wired. gets it. Not to, sorry, yeah, not to. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're listening to this, you're, I'm going to assume you either watched or you don't care about spoilers. So. Yeah, yeah that is we, worth saying. This is a new release, so be wary. You're going to hear the yeah. random accidental spoilers. Which just happened. Spoilers, so, so, I mean, it's not... It is kind of pertinent to the story. I mean, it, it mm. does kind of have a a quick moment where they're like, oh. We can do this but, now. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's kind of a loophole. Mm. But yeah, so before, you know, so we can move on from this, like, I... It was a great movie. It was well done. Mm. Everything about it was great. I just... There was really never, like... It was too clean. I didn't have like that that worry, that sense of dread. Like yeah. Cenobites are fucking scary. Like that whole yeah. concept, everything's scary, and I was never really scared. They didn't lean on the horror enough in it. Like they did a little bit when she was on the carousel doing the spinning and she could like she saw somebody in the distance. Like they didn't and even when I'm sorry, I know I'm going... Even, like, in the, the the hospital, when, like, they start to do, like, the room changes, like, mm-hmm. what they did, like, that looked... All, it always looked really good, yeah. but when that shit happened, like, I would get, like, oh, something really bad's about to happen. And they always, like, seem to get away. Yeah. Or, like, you know it's, what I mean? Like, it yeah, ne- it, like it, when you saw the rooms change, it was an instant, like... Somebody's gonna die. Nobody's right. getting away from this. It's not gonna get prolonged for too long, mm-hmm. unless it's the final girl. Like, 
uh, Kirsten, like she would get away and then run and hide and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it too much, but it's what we do. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I loved the opening. I really liked the ending, and the middle is just fine. There yeah, was... they definitely did the Leviathan thing too. That was later mm-hmm. on in the show. I think three with the labyrinth and stuff. So they kind of put all the they pulled the Friday the Thirteenth and took all the best elements from all of. Them I think that's kinda... what they did, and that's the th- that's the reason why I like this is because they really did expand on some of the lore. They told you yeah. how the box worked. Well, that's like, what I loved about it. I and I was as I was watching it, and I think I probably put it in my notes somewhere. But I was like, mm-hmm. what I'm loving about this movie, even though I don't really love this movie, is that I understand what is going on. I understand yeah. what the box is and what it does mm-hmm. and why and its purpose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I never understood that really. In I've only seen the first Hellraiser. Second time was begrudgingly, and then I ended up really liking it, right. but. It's worth Watching. going. It's yeah. like fifteen dollars because I have, I have who I have one and two in like the mm-hmm. little combo thing on Vudu. But yeah. right now I have it in my cart. I didn't actually buy it, but it is the re- all like all the six other Hellraiser movies Jeez. for like fifteen bucks. Okay. And even though, like I said, they're very it's not quality. Leprechaun. It's not Leprechaun bad, but That's they're good. worth a watch. <laughs> yeah. The last one they did Judgment, I think it was like when mm-hmm. they added like the the heaven and hell and you know like angelic agreements and shit like that like i was like okay you know it's not a great movie but i kind of i like i like that stuff you know what i mean so i was like hmm they're worth watches Justin. if you if you find yourself with a little bit of time fair enough but yeah i mean it was i i think that was the thing that i walked away from this going it's like i'm not holy shit i can't wait to watch this again that's like, why i didn't i was like yeah. i like i told you i was going to watch it twice i yeah. didn't I couldn't bring but, myself to it just yet. But you did watch Monsters twice, and Monsters was considerably worse than this. That's fair, <laughs> but I also Monsters was. If I wasn't playing that game last night with a couple of my buddies, I mm. would have probably watched it again. Mm. I just the thing was is Monsters. I feel like I had watched it too early. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I mean, it's still fun. I didn't have to pay attention as much. It's the Monsters. But, I mean, Visually if you're a Hellraiser cool. fan, before we get into big on full-on spoilers, mm-hmm. and you're just listening to hear our thoughts, it it's good. Watch yeah. it. Enjoy it. If you're a Hellraiser fan, I think you're going to get a lot more out of it than I did. But as a horror movie, it's, it's good. You know, yeah. it's... And this is kind of what we were talking about last episode with the Munsters. Like, I hope this does well, just because I, like, I feel like there, especially with this, there is more... There's so much in the the mythos of, of mm. that world that like I would like to see them evolve that and yeah. I hope that this movie doesn't bomb because I don't want this to be the only take. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if they're yeah. like it's good enough to continue mm. the story if they find a a way to do it instead of just being like, Oh, next person's got the box, rinse and repeat. Yeah, I mean, it's not really, like you were saying, it's not really horror-y. To me, it's just like gory sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Which isn't that's bad. exactly. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, if that's what you bought your ticket for, then then you're going to be super pleased. If you're mm-hmm. looking to be scared, you might want to, you know, look back in the past uh, for that. But <laughs> yeah. uh, without any further patterns Add on, to. Oh. let's... Uh, <sighs> 
I'm switching it up, keeping it Did fresh. Did you what? I'm, I just came to me, thought I'd throw it <laughs> there. We're going. I didn't even hear, what'd you say? Patters on, I think. I just came up with it. What? 112 episodes, and then you decide to fucking pull a sneak on me. Because you hit me with a couple <laughs> ad-dos yesterday, and so I'm like, oh, he's he's in full swing. That's why I'm like, let's do it. I, I got a little bit of sauce left in me. Nope. I got well, egg on my I, face. So I got to keep you fresh. Thank that's, you. That's what I'm here for. God, what a fucking episode already, guys. 12 minutes in, and we are rolling. Cooking with gas. Uh, in this reimagining of Clyde Barker's seminal Hellraiser franchise, a young woman must confront the sadistic supernatural forces behind an enigmatic puzzle box responsible for her brother's disappearance. Can we also talk about the puzzle box for a second? I'm sorry. Sure. How do you feel about the idea of them? Ch- I don't so because like in the like the other movies, like the chains came out of the box. Mm-hmm. In this one, it's like a fucking little wiener blade that just blink <laughs> straight up and cuts somebody. I didn't go there, but I, blade, I but liked that. I liked it. I think I, it's interesting. Again, it kind of helps evolve and explain what the hell is going on and why it does what it does. Yeah. It springs I mean, you out feed the blade. The box. Yeah, you have to feed the box. It, it springs out the blade, it sticks you, and then you literally see it absorbing the blood mm-hmm. yeah. of whoever got stuck. And it's essentially like, you're next. You're yeah. the victim. You were chosen by who, the holder of the box. To be you, their sacrifice. Uh, you uh, watch the tape is what is essentially what happened. Yeah. Little, yeah. Like you got you're, you're next. Yeah. You got the ringed. Yeah. And I liked that <laughs> because yeah, it doesn't bother me. I was just curious what your take on because when yeah. I was reading that and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. They, they swapped up the box a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, having never seen any of the sequels to mm-hmm. me, I didn't really even remember how it worked in the original because it's sure. been a while. And so I was just like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. That, again, it just it adds pieces to, for lack of a better term, the puzzle. Uh, <laughs> to put it together of like, this is what this... It, it, it made me like the concept of right. this franchise more because I, was, I understood it. Right. Well, and that was the thing, too, because like in the originals, like what you don't know at obviously adds that layer of mystery and you're, it yeah. always keeps you guessing and wondering. Like, it's kind of a... Double, uh, double-edged sword therapy. Like I, the mystery of it is always intriguing, but knowing how it works, act like it does add a layer of excitement because you're like, oh, okay, so this is what's going to happen next. I do like that, you know. Each, and I haven't seen the sequels a whole, not as much as I've seen like the first three, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or first two mostly, but I'm like, okay, it's nice to know because the the box does change shape in the originals and so it's nice to know that like each one is a different level and yeah yeah, they changes you you essentially choose your own adventure kind of thing which i thought was a cool idea right no we'll save the rest of that for we'll leave a little sizzle on there because i I have some thoughts on that as well Mm -hmm. yeah i i it's i always equate it to the wolverine problem where you have this abundance of mystery and it's do you reveal it and screw up what made the character interesting in the first place Yeah. because you're putting you know, some hard laden facts into everyone's imagination of what it could have been that right. might not measure up or do you, you know, leave it that's, a mystery and just exactly it. kind of there take, it's almost the lazy way out of just being like, we don't know it's like lost, <laughs> like there's a polar bear in the jungle, why? because there's a polar bear in the jungle Okay. 
Yeah, it, it's Just there for a reason. Shut up about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. But you're like, we're in a, on an island with a uh, jungle-istic uh, look to and, it, and there's a polar And then bear. When, when you hear their reason, it's, we just thought there should be a polar bear. We didn't know why. And then when they had to explain why at the end, it was like, oh, okay. God damn it, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like you set yourself up real good just to fucking bomb it. The thing for me that didn't work was the main girl. I didn't like her, like in virtually any way. You know what's funny is I was like... I didn't really have an issue with it. I, I couldn't, like, I didn't feel, like, connected yeah. to that. Like, you know, with Kirsty, like, you you sympathize with her because she, you know, she's dealing with, a, like, trauma, like, a lot of shit yeah. like that. So she's going through stuff. With this, this is all, like, self-inflicted. Yeah, she's so just irritating like, and making stupid decisions. And it's just like, well, good. You should. Yeah, this I, is like, like, but I also like the idea of, that because it it puts a different spin on the yeah, idea it's a, like of, a redemption arc almost yeah and the I, I came away from this going the cenobites and pinhead are not the bad guys it's you chose this you chose to play with the box mm-hmm. to take the easy way out to get this you know your thing wish. that you wanted what, yeah get most, to yeah. get your wish you didn't have to do that you could have just lived with your choice right or the consequences exactly right and that's what i liked about this movie is that it added a layer to the franchise that made me go huh this could be really interesting i don't know if the sequels do this but uh, it made me wonder if they do and want to see if they do right um i assume they don't and i won't like them but you know assume they do and just watch them anyway i won't i won't tell you <laughs> otherwise <laughs> but so Fair the thing enough. is is like this is um before we move on this is kind of a wishmaster situation here yeah and if any but any any of you guys are fans of the wishmaster then you know exactly what i'm talking about we'll leave it at that until we get to the to the movie part Ooh. i've never seen wishmaster so but i can surmise from the name <laughs> what that would mean it's not yeah. like a, a thick he's, he's a, there he's a gin he's a gin <laughs> more of a gin than a genie gins are dicks <laughs> sure uh directed by david bruckner screenplay by ben collins and luke piotrowski so i'm gonna piotrowski. say that a uh, story by david goyer who's done a ton of comic book stuff for better mm-hmm. or worse ben collins and luke piotrowski uh, based did, on the help. Hmm? Did, sorry, did you see that um, they are starting to do screenings of the cut? Which cut? Ayer's cut of. Suicide oh yeah, Squad. I did see that. I yeah. guess it got. I guess it got a little bit of uh, Justice League done to it as well. So I'm curious mm-hmm. to see if that starts to make its rounds. What that actual? Because people are like, I'd love some, to see it. I know somebody. I, I saw something on Twitter, and somebody was talking about like that they'd seen the cut or the cuts making rounds or something like that, and they're like, mm-hmm. "This is nothing like what it what we got." And it I just believe makes it me because it if you remember that first trailer, yeah, it looked so dark and creepy and, and cool. Different. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, then <laughs> for yeah. worse, Guardians of the Galaxy came out. It became hugely popular because it should be, but DC went, "Oh, let's do that." And then Warner you watch, Brothers, the, yeah. you watch the second trailer, and it's Guardians of the Galaxy Suicide Squad. It's brighter. There's more color. There's a bunch of which is ultimately songs. what we ended up getting. Also, yeah. And in like, the second time around, because it was done by fucking James Gunn. Yeah. 
And like and seeing that one, I love that one that James Gunn did so much that it made me have more of an appreciation for the first one. Mm-hmm. Because it's a James Gunn Suicide Squad movie without James Gunn actually doing it and right. doing it well. But to see the dark, cool version we could get or could mm-hmm. have gotten, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, based on the Hellbound Heart, which I've, I mean, it's a short book, but I yeah. have it. It's in my garage somewhere. I want to say that I read half of it, which is ridiculous because it's like a hundred and fucking twenty pages. <laughs> like, I don't read a lot of books either. So, but I mean, I read enough of it to know that like people that were bitching about this movie being made, I'm like, you're stupid. That's fair. <laughs> uh, by Clive Barker, starring Odessa Azion and Jamie Clayton, among several others that for some reason were not on the list that I copied from Wikipedia. Sure. Uh, released, as we said, October 7th, 2022. So this has quite the uh, storied history. It's like The Crow, man. They've been trying to make this movie forever. Which and is crazy a- because there's so many damn sequels. I thought the last one was like a week yeah, ago. Yeah, Judgment. It was like. like- it was within the last couple of years. Yeah, this and that's makes what, us. Yeah. Did you it see what they did though? With the, mm. that the crows like wrapped. Yeah. And they got fucking Pennywise. Yeah, well, Pen, uh, Scarsgard Pennywise is playing Eric Draven. I don't know how I feel about it. Mm. But I mean, I, feel like I, also, I remember telling you that. No, I think I told you that. Somebody will be listening to our podcast and be like, we talked about this. We probably did. I feel like I saw that article and shared it with you on our messenger. And you were like, "Eh, you had already seen it when I sent it. Yeah. I was still mad. Yeah. And I was excited because of how great he is as Pennywise and just in general. but But I mean, like at the same time, like say what you will about Jason Momoa as an actor, but like to play a, a, like a dead rock star. I mean, I, I like mean, Jason Momoa as an actor. I don't like him as Aquaman, but I like him as an actor. That's fair, but yeah, or even Luke Evans. Like I thought Luke Evans would have done fine. Yeah, Luke as 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 that character. I just every time I see Skarsgård, I just see a su- stupid triangle smile, and it makes me mad. That's fair, and I want to amend my Momoa thing. I <laughs> I like his Aquaman when he does it the way that Snyder told him to do it in the Snyder cut. I don't like his Aquaman the way Warner Brothers made him do it to where he's this dopey uh, surfer bro. With justice? Me, yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. My man. Ugh. I was so <laughs> And I say that they, a lot. I say my I man, know. my dude, my like all that kind of stuff like that and I'm I'm I like he's riding the back of a parademon. Okay. Here we go. Oh man. I literally just watched your head turn to the side, and I was like, uh, I see the look in your eyes. You're like, God damn it, something froze again, which is kind of why I'm still talking, because I don't want to yeah. have to edit this out. There he is. He's back. <laughs> I saw the look, and then I was like, oh, he glazed over. Fuck. <laughs> we didn't have this problem last night. No. That's weird. I don't get it. Anyway, let's uh, keep going. There's a lot to cover here. So in October 2006, uh, Clyde Barker announced through his official website that he would be writing the script to a forthcoming remake of the original Hellraiser film to be produced by Dimension Films in October 2007. Mm -hmm. Uh, Julian Murray and Alexander Bastillo were eyed to direct. By January 2008, the project then titled Clyde Barker Presents Hellraiser was delayed to an unspecified date in 2009 following the studio's dissatisfaction with Murray and Bastillo's script. The studio began to seek uh, for new writers. 
So I know that he's done a bunch of books, like, um, like he was continuing them, um, like mm-hmm. the Scarlet Letters and stuff like that. And I wanted to read them because I have genuine, genuinely been intrigued of the backstory and all the other things that they've been trying to add to the priest yeah. um, as of late. And I'm like, okay, I want to know these things. Like I want, like it's it very interesting. And every time I read like a review, they're like, this book is trash. And I'm like, God damn it, I'm not going to fucking waste a credit to listen to an audiobook because I don't have time to read. I usually listen to shit on my way to and from work. Right. I'm like, I'm not going to not gonna like listen to something that's badly reviewed. Makes me sad because the potential is limitless. Well, and, with, and what's tough with horror is that people hold it so close to themselves that if it doesn't adhere to what they want it's bad okay that feels like a personal attack no it's true though <laughs> no it's i mean That's if you if you hold it to your things like listen to know. me talk about the fucking crow it's not even technically horror horror i mean and yeah. i'm like do not yeah. fucking mess with this but i and mean you always the, have the original though that's the and that's what's tough and i mean as a comic book movie guy we have that too it's it's different for us because i we've seen so many different iterations of the same character i mean how many batman have there been yeah but it's tough with these horror icons because there's one mm, yeah. there's one freddy krueger i mean yeah. it's a little different with like a michael or jason because there have been several just in continuity but there's still that one yeah, because you're like, wearing you a mask. You have to be Kane Hodder. You have mm-hmm. to be uh, Nick Castle. Like, or England, or, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, England, it's... because it was his face and voice, it's like, you have to be England. So no matter how good Jack Riley did, and I think he did great, you're not Robert England, so you don't count. Yeah. And if the character changes, you have to adhere to what that person wants them to be. Freddy Krueger mm-hmm. is the best example because he started out so dark and cool and became Bugs Bunny. Yeah. There are people that love Bugs Bunny version of, of Freddy. And if you're yeah. not that, you're wrong. Yeah. For I me, mean, you see- I love well, original Freddy when he's dark and creepy, so that's why I love what England did because he's dark and creepy. Yeah. So... Uh- you're never going to please every, anybody. No, you're not. Everybody. I mean, just wait until Kevin Bacon becomes uh, Kruger next. I'd take that. I'd take that hard. <laughs> Kevin Bacon's fucking awesome. Him as Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I like that idea. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> After watching I wish them, you could have saw the look in his eyes when I fucking said that because he shifted fucking his position. He was like, yes, please. Well, I was adjusting already, because I'm not going to in my chair. But You're... that's an exciting idea. It'll never yeah. happen, but that's yeah. a cool I don't idea. know. I don't know. I think he got the. I think he got England's blessing. I not sure, it. but it's been making rounds. Ever since X-Men First Class, I've seen Kevin Bacon in a new light. Mm-hmm. And been like, oh, this guy's great. It's like, um, I keep forgetting his fucking name. From Bla- what? Uh, Black Phone. Oh, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. He's fantastic. <laughs> like, I never really gave him credit, you know, watching mm-hmm. Daybreakers and stuff like that. I was like, yeah. he's good in Training Days. Like, I always liked him. Sure. But seeing, like, Black Phone, it was like, holy shit, this guy. I just lo- he can just do some love stuff. watching you gush over these guys. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Yeah, and like, it's just, yeah, I, I, I totally, I could see him as Freddy, you're actually. fucking blushing right now. The, That's how excited you know, are. <laughs> you woke me up. I, I like love it. it. Let's go. 
Uh, I don't know where I left off. So let's see. Uh, so in February 2008. <laughs> yeah, in February 2008, uh, Marcus Dunstan, Dunstan and Patrick Melton were tapped for a page one rewrite, which is never good. Uh, production was gearing up to begin that spring. By June 2008, the directing pair had dropped the project to work on Halloween 2. Boo. Well, good thing. Yeah. We can imagine what we'd have got hell- with Hellraiser <laughs> if these guys would have wrote it. We would have seen fucking the priest's mom and white horses everywhere. Or was that Rob Zombie? Cause... Yeah, this is that's yeah because the first Halloween came out in 2007. No, I, I know. Mean, I remake. understand that. But like, oh. how much of the white horse was Rob Zombie? It's yeah, that's, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, come October of that year, French director Pascal uh, Laguerre uh, was, yeah, Laguerre was set to direct the film. <laughs> Laguerre told uh, Dread Central in March 2009 that work on the film had begun and that he was working on the film with a co-writer he could not publicly name. However, Laguerre's Involvement would not last long as he would break off from the project due to creative differences with the producers in June of 2009. I want this to be good. We want it made. (laughs) (laughs) Tough shit. We're going for good. Mm. Uh, Throughout 2010, further pitches were given by Christian E. Christensen, which is an unfortunate name, I think. Uh, That's that's almost as bad as what was his... Ben Jackendoff. <laughs> yeah, from last night. Uh, Corey Goodman and from writing duo Josh Stolberg and Peter Goldfinger. That's a cool name. Uh, in October 2010, Christensen was reported to be in the running for director, while Amber Heard was considered for the lead role. As the priest, or? I don't know. I mean, that was a long-ass time ago, so she could have been the, the final girl. That's why I'm wondering if it was a final girl S. I mean, given the fact that we got Jamie Clayton as the priest, you know, makes sense. That's why I was wondering. Yeah. I was like, huh, I don't, I mean, recent lights, I mean, maybe she could pull the crazy off, but. Oh, she certainly could, yes, but uh, hmm. who knows? We'll never know. Mere days later, it was officially announced that Patrick Lissier and Todd Farmer were to direct and write, respectively, a, re- a reboot of the Hellraiser franchise. The film story would have differed from the original film, as Lucier and uh, Farmer did not want to retell the original story out of respect for Barker's work, which is usually good. Uh, the film was to instead focus on the world and function of the puzzle box. There it is. Okay. However, in 2011, Farmer confirmed that both he and Lucier uh, were dropped from the project. They're like, again, we want this movie made, <laughs> yet they keep dropping people. And it's like, what, why? Like, is it that, like, was what these guys were doing so bad? Like, do you have to have a team of writers? Like, can you not just, like... Well, you know, it's crazy. It, when you look at Freddy vs. Jason, mm-hmm. and how many... I have a book about all of the rewrites that that thing went through. And to think about what we got, it's like, how did it take you guys this long and this to many tries this. to get this? Yeah. This is not that good. Was and it that's 2009? hard to get to. I think so. Something like that. Uh, sounds yeah. About, sounds uh, about right. It's definitely 2000s horror. Yeah. And it's just like, I, how? And I, I've heard some of the pitches in, you know, different, like Never Sleep Again and the, mm-hmm. the Crystal Lake Memories. And it's just like, what the hell were you thinking to do some of the things that you wanted to do? Right. And how did it take you this long to get here? And you even look at this and it's like, this is not a hard film to figure out. No. I I feel like I could have come up with this story 
in a night and been like, yeah, that that'll be fine. Uh, yeah, this this works. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, in October 2013, uh, Barker announced that he would be directing and writing the film. Doug Bradley was to return in his role as Pinhead. A year later, Barker stated that a second draft of the script was completed and described the film as a very loose remake of the original film, but said that they that he may not direct the film. In mm-hmm. March 2017, so that was a hell of a leap, Barker said that the film's script was written and delivered to Dimension years ago. That was the last anyone heard until news of a sequel surfaced. God damn it. So essentially they handed in the script and they sat on it. For Shelved it. <laughs> four years. Oh my. No wonder, because I mean, you start in October of 2006. Mm-hmm. 16 years ago. It took 16 mo- years to get a movie out. I, that, that's just insane to me. It's weird. I mean, I kind of wonder who was at the studio and what kind of decision making or lack thereof they had because it's just like the amount of. You look at it, they're, they're now the head of fucking Warner Brother Pictures. <laughs> I, I would believe it. Um, right? Yeah, it's just like. I mean, horror sequels are notoriously bad. Yeah. That's just their thing, especially in mm-hmm. the 80s and 90s. And I get wanting to do better right but like again this is not a hard nut to crack no it's really not so it makes me wonder like were the studio heads looking for an exact thing or did they just not care enough no matter what people said they were just like well we want to do whatever right my curiosity with that too is the fact that i mean like the whole this whole thing is based off of clyde barker's novella right and Mm. He wrote a fucking movie based on his world, and it still got shelved for like four years, and then fucking still hasn't even been made. We're not even at the point to the movie that we got. (laughs) Yeah, five years later, we get this. Gross. But after the successful (laughs) release of the 2018 horror sequel Halloween. Hey, we saw it could make some money. Let's uh, dust that off again. <laughs> All the money. Oh, uh, my God. Miramax Films confirmed that it was considering beginning production on new installments to the Hellraiser franchise. Lucier and Farmer had worked out numerous ideas whilst working on the project, one being a prequel starring William uh, Fichter, Fichtner as Pinhead, while another pitch had Pinhead portrayed by a woman. So we're getting Almost. close. We're getting there. We're so Uh, close. In May 2019, Gary Barber announced that Spyglass Media Group would be developing a new remake of Hellraiser to to be written and co-produced by David Goyer. In uh, April 2020, David Bruckner was reported to direct the remake, and Ben Collins and Luke Pitowski writing the script after having previously collaborated with Bruckner on The Night House from 2020, Hmm. in which Goyer also produced. So, so do you know who uh, William Fickner is? No. Just by the name, it's that guy. Oh, I like that guy. Yeah, he's a great actor. I'm sure he would have crushed it. Yeah. Who did I say he was going to be? Pinhead. Yeah. Well, yeah. That he the first pitch was a prequel with him, and then the second pitch was um, having Pinhead played by a woman. I could see that. I yeah. Huh. It's I an, can too. It's an interesting direction, but yeah, I. 
he could be i haven't seen him be like super villainous he's at most just kind of a creep or a jerk but well i mean think about it in this one i mean jamie clayton she wasn't exactly over the top villain she seemed no, pretty subdued but she was menacing like she was she had a presence yeah that i mean having a bunch of pins in your face kind of gives you by default but right it'd be interesting yeah she did kind of have she did she did kind of crush that aura of just standing there yeah yeah i mean it and we and it, i'm not saying that yeah in, i mean in, it's, in, a, it's, in a slight of any yeah, way like, it, it sounds like we're making light but that is a hard th- that's the thing that bradley did is like i think we talked about this when we did the hellraiser thing like that was the cover the box cover that i saw in blockbuster four-star video whatever that scared me to the point where i was like i don't want to watch this because it's going to freak me the hell out and i don't need that in my life right now no just this fucking snarl face i'm like ah like a guy with a bunch of pins in your face like again you already kind of get points for creep factor but Mm -hmm. you also have to carry that and not be a cartoon right and Bradley did it in spades, and I think she did a great job, too. I in did June too. 2021, it was reported that Odessa Azion was cast in the lead role. Hmm. Uh, in September 2021, Gore announced that the production crew was, quote, in the midst of filming, confirming the principal photography had commenced. In October 2021, after filming rap, Jamie Clayton was revealed to have portrayed Pinhead, while Brandon Flynn, uh, Goran Vizinchik, I never know how to say his name, Luca That's from actually Yola, not a bad job. Uh, and he was also in uh, Electra back in 2005. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Drew Starkey, Adam Faison. I wonder if he was re- he's related to Donald. Donald? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I love Donald Faison. I love Scrubs. It's great. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Alfie Hines, Selena Lowe, and Hayam Abbas uh, were added to the sporting cast. Nice. This kind of seems like it was like filmed in secret. And then they were a like, hey, we it. made a movie, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's so, like, oh. I'm <clears throat> with your, because um, you, you're, you're upcoming here not to, to steal your lead um, in the fun facts. I'm looking at that now. Um, I don't know if you have pictures of that, but I, I really want to see. Huh? I have pictures of nothing. I'm going to have to, I'm going to try to see if I can look that up because I would like to, I'd like to see what the inspiration for that was. I don't know what we're talking about, but I'm excited well, you, to hear. You'll what get there you with your fun <laughs> with your fun facts. Some fun facts before we get into the thing. There weren't very many, and I ended up I did these notes last week, I think, and there were like two things, and then so I looked up some more to see if they had more, and there was a couple. Uh, in a July 2021 interview with Entertainment Weekly, it was revealed that the film's producers auditioned drag performer Gottmik. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess, for the role of Pinhead. After Gottmik showed off a Pinhead-inspired look for a runway on RuPaul's Drag Race. That's why I was asking if he had pictures, because it's that... Oh, where'd it go? Right. Oh. And so I was like, I could see that. Yeah. And I mean, Pinhead doesn't have to talk much, so I mean, like, not to shit on Clayton or anything, but, like, you don't have to... I know we were just talking about the presence thing, but there are not a lot of lines that you have to really pull off incredibly well. As long as you're a decent actor, right? Like you could you could get through that. So that was the thing, like what they did with Doug Bradley's voice, because I mean, let's be honest, he's no, like 
there's very few people who have who like use their real voice like mm-hmm. like a Tony Todd with Candyman like right. that's his voice it's very eerie Doug mm-hmm. Bradley I'm pretty sure is pretty doctored up and the same thing they did with Clayton but they kind of yeah. went in the opposite direction with Clayton's was much more boisterous um, Doug Bradley's was much more boisterous it was kind of yeah. scratchy it was very mm-hmm. scary and this is almost more of like a like an auto tune whisper. Yeah, where it's kind of yeah. Hushed. Bradley was very like tear yeah. you apart. Yeah, oh, she, yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I, I. It took me a while it's to kind of get like in. It's almost like I will tear you apart. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and it's like I, it's not very scary. Yeah, I mean it was menacing, but it wasn't yeah. booming to like mm. get into your chest and be like, yeah. Ugh. But I like I like what they did with her. It's no. just so different. Mm-hmm. That it's like a, an adjust. Right. Um, do, 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 Sound do. like a boomer. I'm like, I wish she would have been in all black, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm just hoping, like, like, oh, man. Totes for sure. Uh, cues of composer Christopher Young's original score from the original Hellraiser and Hellbound Hellraiser 2 feature in the film. Mm. Mm. Nice. Uh, the man who first opens the puzzle box says his name is Joey. Joey is the name of protagonist. In Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. Mm-hmm. And last one before we get into the thing. When Serena Meneker, uh, I am a boss, arrives in Serbia uh, to procure the lament configuration for her employer, she's made up exactly like Julia Cotton, Claire Higgins, in the original Hellraiser from 87, when she first goes out to procure victims for Frank. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, and that's with a crazy difference, too, be, like that they did, be, like in this one, is like this one was more like, you know, give me victims and we'll give you what you want. And that yeah. one is like, this guy's like, we need to give them victims so I can come back. <laughs> like, we need to swap, we need a whole lot of swap in here because, like, mm-hmm. at, you know. Yeah. Well, and that was, I mean, we're into the thing. So, full on spoilers. If you haven't watched this yet, go on and do it. It's free. Well, it's free. If- you pay for Hulu already, mm-hmm. um, so go watch it. I don't, it, I don't think it was in theaters. I think it was no, it's Hulu, Hulu only. Yeah. Um, so go watch it. Spoilers begin right now. Um, I don't even remember what the lead-in for that was. Now that I think about it, that I was gonna say, I, I oh. rambled too long to remember what I was gonna say. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Oh, because anyway. we were talking about the difference <laughs> between like, like the. In this, the the puzzle would basically give you your heart's desire, and mm-hmm. in the original, the box was basically they were you know feeding the box to bring Frank back yeah. to life. I don't remember what my thought on that was, sure. but I, I do like the twist of it. I think yeah, it makes I, I like it a little more sense. Yeah. Like in retrospect, just thinking about. But her about, love for Frank was crazy. Yeah. Crazy literally. pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she was off her rocker like big time. And that's mm-hmm. they they both have their merits. That's why I ended up liking original Hellraiser when I had to revisit it for the show. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, oh, that it's an interesting quote unquote love story and these people kind of being horrible people for each other. Right. And you can put that into the whole suffering and these horrible people deserve their horrible treatment at the hands of the Cenobites because they're horrible people. Right. This, it's more like we were talking about earlier, where it's like you're you're being greedy and selfish 
wanting the easy way out or to attain mm-hmm. something by nefarious means and you can have it with a twist it's like the simpsons monkey paw like you can have power and fame but everybody's gonna hate you all the time yeah it's like, it's yeah it's like uh what i was uh leading in with with um uh the wishmaster it's yeah. like you'll get what you want but it's not going to be the way that you want it yeah. and so you know what i mean like fuck it seems like every option that you get it's gonna backfire (laughs) you know what i mean like we'll get to what that means later but yeah it's fucked up you can ask for a a turkey sandwich but the the turkey's gonna be a little dry (laughs) (laughs) or alive yeah um we talked about the opening already a little bit but i do love it it was super cool it was stylized it was new age Mm -hmm. but it looked good seeing luca from er was really interesting to to see him again i haven't seen him like i said since er and electra right but the guy getting strung up by the chains was just a super cool visual right and for those of you that might be confused like myself uh luca is uh roland voigt I'm reading the notes and it just says Luca everywhere and I'm yep. like I don't know who that is. <laughs> Watching ER, it's a good show. I'm good. But, well, you don't want to commit yourself to like 18 seasons of a show, huh? No, dude, I can't. That are hour longs with the 22 plus episodes per season. No, I that did much. that shit with Supernatural. Uh, 15 fucking seasons of hour long right. episodes. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, people keep trying to get me to watch that. It's like I don't. Uh, that's that's a big ask. It like, you don't think ask. about it because you're someone who's watched it as it went along. Oh, but no. But you don't realize you just I didn't watch as it went along, dude. This, I fucking yeah. slogged that. Like, it took years to get through some of them. I mean, right. I got done around the same time the show finished, but it took a lot of catching up. And a lot of that was when I was overnights on the road truck driving. And yeah. It's worth it if you can get sure. to it, but yeah. you got to want it. <laughs> and I don't. Uh, I didn't go shot for shot with this. I just kind of picked out the things that uh, appealed to me as I watched. And honestly, there's a lot of stuff where I'm just like, I don't care. Like her (laughs) quote unquote struggles of being a piece of shit. I didn't care about like when, you know, she's having sex with the dude in the beginning Mm -hmm. and he says that he loves her in the midst and she says, okay, we're done. Fuck off. I don't. Yeah. But then it's like, I know that's a modern day thing, but it's just like, I already don't like you. Because <laughs> just as like, this hurts, man. Yeah. It's just like, that's rough. Like, just, I get it. But, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, she has her kind of relapse. Uh, and it's like, there's strike two. And she's kind of a jerk to people who are just kind of trying to help her. And it's just like, okay, I... I want to care, but it I'm again, trying it's, really it's, hard. Yeah, it's a <laughs> lot like the original, where those two are just kind of pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. And then they get the puzzle box to get Frank back or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but they're still just pieces of shit. <laughs> and sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was quite the zoom in. Dramatic. Yeah. I don't pause. I want, zoom, I want the zoom to go out. It's bugging me, dude. I'm sorry. I do too. <laughs> Um, but I, I skipped ahead to when uh, she's she's kind of had her relapse. She's taken some random pills that she had stashed away, and she's been kicked out. 
mm-hmm. wanders onto the playground to do whatever. And her brother has this quote-unquote dream, but is essentially her picking him as the first sacrifice for yeah, which I thought whatever cool. it is that she wanted, which I'm not really sure what that was. I don't either, but it was pretty cool because, like, you know, the the hooks are coming. He wakes up, mm-hmm. he's like, oh. And it's like, dude, that's such a vivid fucking dream. Yeah. Like, no thank you. And it's not really even a dream. Like, technically, they were doing that to his soul, I guess, is, was the point of that. Because it, mm-hmm. it leeches into him while he's laying down, and then it jerks him forward, and he jerks forward in real life. Yeah. As if that, it literally pulled him forward. It's like, that, so technically yeah. speaking... That was happening to his soul. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. In okay. the you know, context yeah. of this movie. I'll give you that. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit. I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah. And and then he is like, where the fuck is she? You know, I have this vivid dream and go find my sister. Finds her, unfortunately, and gets stuck by the box with its uh, penis blade, as you put it. <laughs> I didn't say penis blade. It sounds weird when you say penis blade. I said... Give you thoughts of seven? No, I said wiener. Wiener? Yeah. <laughs> it fucking doinks right up, dude. Turkey's done. It comes out of nowhere. You're like, stop it. I don't know how I got my Giga camera to zoom out, but I'm happy now. I am too. Uh, it just shows how dirty my room is now. And then... Toys so he goes room. into this disgusting playground bathroom to... Because he gets stuck by the box. Right. The wiener blade. And <laughs> Stop, dude. <laughs> I, loved, I loved the blood bubbling up in the sink. And I wanted it to zoom in to see more of it, but I'm glad it didn't. Because it was a cooler visual to just kind of see it percolating in the, the background there. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of weird. It's like... I was kind of was like... I'm like, are they going to... Is he going to walk up to the sink? Like... Is a chain gonna fucking come out and just rip right. his face off? Like, so I, I assumed cool. it was gonna be a blood geyser, the uh, classic horror blood geyser. Yeah, and I'm glad it wasn't. I was expecting it, and they didn't do it, and that always makes me happy. At least <laughs> when they do it, and it's for a good reason. Right. Because <laughs> uh, we don't even see what happens. You know, the portal thing kind of opens in the bathroom, and then we're back to her. Yeah, and he's just gone. Chains and screaming. Just missing brother. Yeah, and then he's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went into the, the portal in the hospital, which was cool, and the Cenobites attacking the old lady, which was awesome, because they go to What's-Her-Face, who was procuring victims for Serena, Luca from yeah. ER, and... Voight! God damn Luca it. Was, Voight! Uh, <laughs> you asshole. It just makes me think of uh, that Family Guy castaway sketch. Oh. Wilson, my name is Voight, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, that's yeah. This, oh, this is gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna say every time you say Luca, I'm gonna say Voight. I might even drop a fucking Roland on you I'll next call him time. Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> anyway, um, I loved. I think I've seen her in something. I didn't look her up, but her voice. Who? The chick that was getting the people for Voight. Oh, was Serena. Serena. I, I'm great with names, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, if, and that's like, as I write down, the, I had the brother 
for a lot of this because I missed his name at the top, and then when they said it, I quick and wrote it down so I could put it in Matt, so I could write it in the rest of the notes. But um, I loved that scene. The idea of, like, she knows what the deal is with the box and what she did for Wilson. And mm-hmm. they, you know, she's kind of repentant and I'm not going to let you do this. And then she gets stuck by the box, which means she becomes the next uh, sacrifice for right. What's-Her-Face's wish. Mm-hmm. But them taking her and all that stuff was a really cool scene. Right. And, I mean, she's just like kneeling and asking for mercy. And they're just like, uh, we don't do that here. Like That's mercy? Not... There's no mercy here. Boy, I see no boy here. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, did she say, or that said, I don't know if it was actually Pinhead that said it, but was the thing that they said, save your breath for screaming? I thought yeah. that's what I heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I was like, if that's what I heard, that's a fucking awesome line. It's a great line. I agree with you, too. Um, it was the the gasp was the name of that Cenobite who says it, played mm. by Selena Lowe. Mm. When she's like, yeah, she's like, save your save your breath for screaming. I was like, oof. That's I need more saying. of that is what I need. Yeah. I mean, that's the clever classic. It's cheesy, but it's still awesome writing mm-hmm. of Hellraiser. Like, okay, I will so, tear your soul apart, or, oh. you know, tears are a waste of good suffering. It's oh, like, I love that line so yeah. much. Yeah. I love it's, it so much. It's cheesy as shit, but it's classic, awesome Hellraiser. So, the the movie that you probably would know um, Serena from, where you're talking about her voice, she was mm-hmm. in Blade Runner 2049 as Frieza. Frieza. Hmm. Yeah, that's a deep cut pull into my brain because i haven't watched that movie since it came out but yeah yeah, i've never seen any of them but i'm like i'm going through imdb and i'm not seeing anything that i thought you would have watched wow judging not not (laughs) no because i mean there's no marvel movies in here there's no frazier there's no (laughs) i I knew what you meant I watch stuff. I just don't talk about it that much. I don't have a podcast on independent movies, though I'd like one. Come on, mister. I fucking know. If you start another podcast and do that, no, I I'm done. judge you. I, 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 I don't see myself starting another podcast. Ooh. We'll see, but... Uh, well, good sizzle. thing this is technically already started then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Well, no, it's just, I mean, not to veer off, but it's just like, I've been doing, I was thinking about it this morning, like, I've been doing this nonstop for at least six years. Yeah. If not seven. I mean, we're coming, like, like, what, we started this in 2018 or 19? 18, right? 19. Was it 19? I don't remember. I mean, Out of Work Sidekicks had just ended, which we did that for about two years. Yeah. And then we did this, and I was doing Nerds World, and yeah, we've been doing this for at least... Two, if not three years. Oh, yeah, um, dude. It's been longer than two, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I feel you on that one, dude, because my other show didn't go as long, but... Okay, so, I mean, we've been doing this one for three and a half. Yeah, so, that's, yeah that would make up the six to seven, so, yeah, it'd be... It's been a while, and I need a yeah. break. Um, <laughs> and I'm not even getting a break, because I still have another show to do. So, what do you do? Pause uh, it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Uh, so, let's see. 
You got almost grumpy, man, about it too. You're like, I, I need know. a break. Even though, <laughs> like, even though I came up to you, you're like, yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just, it, I think, again, I, I don't want to dwell on this too long. We've already announced that we're going to take a hiatus at the end of the year mm-hmm. for an undetermined amount of time. And it was just one of those things where it's just like, I, I agree. It's why I agreed, like, when we didn't have to go back and forth. You said it, right. and I went, okay, he said it before I had to. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I felt about it. It's just like, I, I need some weight lifted off so I can sure. maybe do something else or relax for a little yeah. bit, which would be a nice change of pace for me. Um, I loved seeing the different configurations mm. in Wilson's journal about the different things that... I didn't really get a good look at what each one said that did, but the idea of oh like my God. Yeah. being a Rubik's Cube of like, well, if you do the red side, it means you want this. If you do the yellow side, it means you want this, and the green means this, and it's the uh, different configurations be, of the puzzle yeah, box. I'm going to look means, it up. There's going to be some clicking okay. on my end, so don't judge me, listeners. Right, too late. Um, the idea that it's, like Brandon said earlier, the Wishmaster of pick your choose your own adventure of what you want the puzzle box to give you and then start making your sacrifices to get that thing and i think again having only watched the first hellraiser i think it can not necessarily negate what the original did which was what they wanted was to get what's his face back it wasn't you know that was their wish was to get him back to the land of the living so they had to make their sacrifices to bring him back. Right. I, I don't know if that's what they were necessarily going for, but it, it still works. It does. I'm scrolling. Did, did I, I will enough? find it. I know. I was just hoping I vamped enough in that one. Um, <laughs> so, skipping further ahead, they're in the house that Luca built. I love that the Boy. idea of that. I called them Wilson a couple times, and you didn't get mad at that. I love... <laughs> That the idea of that house, mm-hmm. and later on when they revealed that it's a prison for the Cenobites, like the idea that this chain guard shit that he has not chain, it's like bars, like different, yeah, that make different configurations and lock up and secure around the house and make different cages and shit. Like, I, it was cool looking to begin with, but then I when agree. you go, oh, it's actually like made cages yeah, so it, that he can have an audience with the like Cenobites. Th- it gave me 13 awesome. ghost vibes. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I know. Are you there yet? I'm getting there, man. I'm working. Oh. I'm trying. I'm Because, oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, wow. So many different things. This is not... This is original shit. I'm... I'm I guess need, so. Go ahead. Well, keep, we'll keep, keep going. going then. Uh, keep going. So I'm sorry. Friend Nora gets strung up by... Pinhead, which was a mm-hmm. wonderful scene. Um, I love the, the chains going in, and she gets kind of strung up and is sort of bent backwards. It's um, I'm trying to think. It's a little exorcisty, just how much she's kind of like curled in on herself. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I loved the pin through the throat. I don't know if uh, that was super. That was super rad. Yeah, I don't know if Bradley ever used his. Yeah, he pin did heads. pull. He did pull the pins out. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was fantastic. Just seeing that, I was like, "That's fucking cool." And I sticking agree. it through the throat, and you see it going, you know, 
Mortal Kombat X-ray style through. Yeah. Oh, that was fantastic. And then, like, her back skin gets ripped off as she's sort of torn apart. Is yeah. what it looked like. Ugh. It was very quick. Um, uh, yeah, dude. I just, yeah. yeah. God damn. There's just uh, something about skin, and especially at the end, which is something about skin being peeled just is like, it's like that, to, that it's like to me, like what uh, eyeball shit is for you. Mm-hmm. It's like just, it doesn't, it's not, I wouldn't say it's necessarily to that level, but mm-hmm. it's definitely like, oh man, it really is a way to get the, the skin crawling. For sure. No pun intended. <laughs> As it crawls off of you. Right. I love seeing the chatter again. He looked great. Um, he definitely it, looked different, that's for sure. Yeah, it was a nice modern spin on him where it's like you immediately, again, as a non-Hellraiser, you know, enthuse, I was mm-hmm. like, that's the chatterer. Like, I know oh, that, yeah. at least. Yeah. Um, but he, he chomps onto some guy's arm. I have his name, <laughs> Colin, I think it is. Trevor. Oh, was it Colin? Tre- no, yeah, it was Colin. No, wait. No, it was Trevor. Yeah, because he Trevor's was... Trevor's the douche. Yeah, and then he was with uh, Wilson, like, spilling his guts of, like, I've been behind this the whole time. Yeah, like, I'm your I should have saw for? that coming, too, and it pisses me off that I didn't. It's a total scream four. <laughs> or five, rather. Like, yeah, It was me fair. the whole time. I was like, we should have known, but you tell us not it wasn't him, so it's... I don't <laughs> believe you because I'm stupid. Yeah. Um, I loved the gear chest thing. That, that thing was Wilson fucking had. weird. Yeah, I didn't quite get it. And I still don't totally get what he was after. Oh, I think oh, it was sensation. Yeah, so... Th- <laughs> yeah, yeah. It basically, and that's why I'm, like, I'm fucking searching the interwebs trying to find out what the different levels of the configuration are. Yeah. I mean, um, I know it just came out yesterday, but you'd think some internet nerd would have freaking Nerds! Nerd. Would have wrote up an article of here's all the different things that this can do. Right. Look at and what the, he thing can that, do. the thing that bugs me too is because I'm like, I'm looking and on I there's a lot of shit about the original, which yeah. is super cool. But nothing but, for the new one. Yeah, no, so yeah, that, that was the thing though, dude, because like during his like when he was complaining about it, he was like, Oh man, like I wanted this, but he thought it was gonna be like you know, sexual, mm-hmm. like, you know, feelings and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And he's sexual like, no, like this, sh- <laughs> he's like, this shit will never let me get numb to yeah. anything. Like as soon as yeah. he starts to get to a point to where he's okay, like, it's like, there's like nerves or some shit that fucking run through it. Like it's a goddamn, yeah. um, serpentine belt. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, ah, yeah. Once like when you see it, you're like, what the, it, it- like what the hell is that it's like he's gear face from rick and morty but then when he explains what it is and you go oh it's like strumming a fucking violin or whatever you strum and you it's just picking a nerve and going this one yeah tweaking it as much as he can and then as soon as he gets numb to that pain it lets go and it does a different one so Mm -hmm. he has a different sense and it's not all necessarily pain but it's something and you can see in his face that he's Hasn't slept in forever. He's like sweating profusely. Like he just looks fucking miserable. Yeah, agreed. It's dude, it's so rough. But it's 
awesome. Like, and it's exact, it's what made me love the ending of this, where it's like, oh, I get the point of this franchise now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a cool idea of, like we've said about seven or eight times already, like, you get what you want, just not the way you want it. Yeah, which fucking is the worst, man, because you're like, just let me have it. And they're like, no, okay. No. So I unfortunately had, I'm watching the movie as we talk. Sorry if you hear the huh. vibrations of the phone. My mother's it's calling me. <laughs> I did find, oh, right there. There it is. Perfect. Okay, so the first configuration is the box in itself. Okay. And it's life. Okay. The second So that is, would essentially be what Hellraiser 1 was. I would yeah. assume is that you want to bring someone back to life. Sure. Yeah. And what well, they no. were trying to get Riley to do the whole time. Well, because you have life and then it goes into like a different shape and that's lore, that's knowledge. Mm-hmm. The second or the third one is when it turns into kind of like the starry shape and that's it's Lateran, which is love. Okay. The fourth configuration is um luminal yeah and that's which is sensation the fifth configuration is lazarus which is resurrection which is Mm. the shape in which um joey picked it up when it's in that long rectangle shape kind of that's resurrection and then the last configuration is she's scrolling through come on look read faster (laughs) (laughs) sorry read Um, faster and the very last one is uh, the leviathan configuration which is when it which is power and that's when that turns into the old school diamond-esque shape of um and that's when if you pick that one i i think that's when that grants you an audience with god Hmm. um which is why I want to know more of these things, because like the Leviathan would be cool to learn more about, because they did that shit with the labyrinth in later ones where it had that guy, the Cenobite, who had the fucking thing that would move him around, like it was attached to his head. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. But continue. Sorry. <laughs> okay. That's awesome, though. I, I mean, that's the thing. I love the idea of like you, you picking which thing you want and then having to pay the penance to get that thing. Is really fucking cool. Um, so, let's see. The Cenobites storm the house, essentially for Colin, kind of, to have mm-hmm. him be the final victim for Riley. Um, the house turns into a cage for the Cenobites, which is really cool. Right. But Keeps Riley, them out, Yeah. technically. Yeah, keeps them out, slash in, slash whatever they needed to do at the time. Yeah, tried to bait. Yeah. Um, and... Colin ends up getting strung up by the the wires, which was super brutal. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like old school mobster piano wire, but like everywhere, just mm-hmm. stringing you up. And it's like, God, that got to fucking hurt. And uh, Riley chooses Trevor, the douchebag that we want to die, to be her final kind of sacrifice to get what she wants. Yeah, which was a nice nice touch. Well, uh, yeah, and so and that's, like, your next note here. Like, go ahead, because that's what I want to talk about. Yeah, uh, Wilson getting, losing the gears in his chest, and his chest that was a cool scene, though. rebuilding. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, I love the ending of this movie. It's yeah. fantastic. And was, seeing uh, all the musculature and yeah. stuff just close the spine, in and rebuild. A Voight coming back yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wilson. Mm-hmm. 
Luca. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, no, I Motor love that whole thing when all the things electric. are just falling to the ground. Is you know, yeah. like big old hole in his chest because he basically got this stormbreaker looking fucking <laughs> steampunk mm-hmm. device through his back and like, god damn, like it's. I thought he a- was gonna die and he was just gonna collapse. Like, oh, you didn't want what we got? Well, we'll take it out, but then you're dead and you're ours or whatever. And then the, it started to you know form in and rebuild. And I was like, that's fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but and the thing again, is, is he you... gets what he wants, and the giant ass chain comes through the roof, and like, you know, claw machine and an arcade lifts him up into the heavens. Well, He's yeah, like, well, I mean, because you wrote Colin and uh, <laughs> Colin is ra- racked. Racked? What did you? Racked is what that was supposed to say. What then? Oh. That was was that Colin? No, so that was. Um, I'm pretty sure that was uh, Voight that was taken. Like he got I, like you as you I said, claw machine heard... up into the the Leviathan. Yeah, I thought they said at what at the beginning of the scene, Colin, are you ready for whatever? I thought oh, that's it's possible. What I heard. Have, but now it makes me want to rewatch the ending just yeah. to see. I, I'm okay. not sure because well, somebody gets up there and just gets fucking flayed. Yeah, oh, we'll, you did we'll write that, that down sick. Okay, yeah, we're on the same yeah. page. Yeah, because So, I mean, just to gloss over this, so Riley gets tempted by getting her brother back, and she declines. And yeah, she's not I stupid, love, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, well, not completely. And In this aspect. Yeah, and I love, again, going into the speech that Pinhead gives of, like, are you willing to live with your choice? Yeah, the regret. Of, yeah, of the regret, and it's very interesting. Again, that idea of, like, so you get pain no matter what. It's the pain of regret for having the chance to bring them back and not, or the pain of bringing them back and paying the consequences of bringing them back. Oh, whatever that is, yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's it's fucking m- fantastic. That's more that, the pain you know versus, obviously, the, the pain you don't yeah. want, because yeah. I very highly doubt... <laughs> That, that would have ended well. <laughs> he no. come back as a Cenobite or some shit. Probably. And it's like, oh, man. Yeah. You should have yeah, kept like, me dead. The parts of this movie I love, it's just the movie as a whole that I'm kind of wishy-washy on. Like, it's a really cool idea There's so many that good I want to see them do again. I'd like to see fleshed out, yeah. but in a more, in a darker, <clears throat> in a darker tone, I guess. Yeah. Because, I mean, like I said, even with Jamie Clayton, she did such a good job. As the priest, I just, I really wish, I don't know, like, like you almost see too much of everything. You know what I mean? Like, cool, mm-hmm. her skin is like, you can see the muscles in her neck and shoulders, and she's, you know, like, carved out to look the specific way. But, like, you can see every detail and mm-hmm. you know it's like i i almost wish that it wasn't so bright and that mm-hmm. you, you you had the chatterer where it was like almost too dark to make out any sort of you know recognizable features aside from the chatter which is fine mm-hmm. but like i don't know like i'm not 100 percent sold on the cenobite design but i still feel I, I do agree that they did good for what it was that's fair so the ending, whether it was Colin or Wilson, is... Somebody. Boy. Yeah, Luca. Is he... <laughs> okay, boy. Is he... Roland. Becoming a Cenobite? Is that the deal? Or, or is he being is tortured? This, or is he being, just being tortured? And I want a definitive answer, but also I like that it's not. Yeah. 
But at the same time, I don't because it it also makes it like so. What just what did I just see? Yeah, what happened? Like if yeah, that's the thing that I'm, I'm definitely there's there's a lot of an, there's a lot of questions without answers uh, for mm. better or for worse. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see if they make a sequel. I yeah. feel the reception has been more positive. I am starting yeah. to see more you know of the uh, either negative or. You know, Loop it's not hitting the mark or kind of where yeah. we're at with it. Where like, yeah, I mean, I and there rate... was that initial hype of, oh, this is fucking great, and everybody needs to watch this, and then Dude, it actually was... came out and people watched it, and they went, oh, it's all right. Yeah. Well, the problem but... was, is I was like, I'm not going to watch a trailer. I'm going to go in blind, and I did that, and yeah, it, yeah, and I'm like, I had built this up to be like, I had built this up, and I had this movie built up in my mind more than Halloween ends. Cause I'm I I don't expect a phenomenal ending. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? mean? Like I guess the the side to that is we saw Halloween Kills, and while I like that movie, I like them for what they are. Yeah, it's just fine. Yeah, like, it's okay. I love the 2018 one. That's fantastic. But Halloween Kills was just kind of like a. Yeah. Like I I need to watch it again. You know, before I, next week, I think. I plan but, to it. I plan to do that also. But it was, you know. But with this, it's like it could be anything. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's like a new Marvel movie, like with a new character. Like this could be anything. Yeah, and it's very exciting, and hopefully it lives up to that hype. And sometimes it doesn't. And, and then you get Love and Thunder. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and this, yeah, it was good. Yeah, like I mean, it didn't I'd, make I'd me go. This is why I hate Hellraiser. I'd probably give it, it a six out of ten. Good. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I would watch this again if they do another one. Just to be otherwise, ready. yeah. Yeah, otherwise, I don't think I'll ever there's not watch much this of a, again. Yeah, it's not much of a point. Because yeah. I mean, if they're not going to give you any new information, there's no point in dwelling on, you know, Past vague information. information. Yeah. yeah. All right, anyway, so, that was Hell for 2022 in a shiny nutshell. Uh, go check it out for yourself if you haven't already. Sorry, we spoiled the whole movie, but you were warned several times. It's on Hulu <laughs> right now. Go watch it. If you've yes. already watched it, watch it again, or just tell us why we were right or wrong. And yeah, Brandon's we'd love to hear it. How. Yeah, I'm, I'm, tell us how. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. And uh, when we get out of here, I will give you all those informations and on how to do so. Uh, Justin, right. any uh, teeing up you want to do before we get out of here? No, I don't think so. Okay. No, uh, we Bye. did a fun uh, collab last night that uh, will hit all of my platforms at least uh, within the next few days so marvel did its first like full-on horror thing with mm-hmm. werewolf by night that hit disney plus the same day as hellraiser hit hulu yay uh was it amazing uh yeah maybe maybe you just have not. to listen to what um we say on we are marvel uh, we'll also be posting it for you guys here uh, in our feed a couple days from now. Yep, we'll drop this um, on Wednesday. Well, no, yeah. not not this. Not but this. The, yeah. Our yeah, well, this. If you're hearing this, this is already out. Yes. Uh, obviously. So this will uh, come out our normal day Monday, and then a couple days from now, like Wednesday or so, we will drop the Werewolf by Night uh, review. We had Jeremy on. Yep, from uh, your other buddy. show, We Are Marvel. Yep. Right, and uh, yeah. Yeah, so, so that's what like all the uh, last night talks and stuff like that. So when yeah. uh, I talked, when I brought up the name um, Ben Jackendoff, and he's like, "Well, that's what we did last night." <laughs> There's context to it. Yeah, we're that very was last much. 
<laughs> yeah, there there was no Jack and Doffs. There yeah. was just fun collaborations. Um, I can't or wait. Were there. Yeah, so uh, if you listen to my other show, We Are Marvel, our Werewolf by Night review will hit the same day as this on Monday. If you don't, and you're willing to wait a couple days, it will be on this feed for Pod and Gore. Uh, I think we've essentially decided on Wednesday. Yeah, we'll do it on Wednesday. Like We could have dropped this on the same time, but we, one, we want to give Hellraiser a little bit, uh, a few days to breathe mm-hmm. before um, you know, dropping double episodes. And yep. then next Monday... We'll have another episode. We're just cranking them out in October. That's right. When we yeah, yeah, we'll be talking about Halloween kills or ends, kills ends. We'll probably talk about Halloween kills as well because it'll tie up that as well. Yeah, but yeah, Halloween ends hits Peacock uh, for free. Mm -hmm. You have Peacock on the fourteenth this Friday. Yeah, this Friday. So yeah, we'll be talking about that uh, on Monday. Well, this weekend. one I will watch twice because I would like I I do We're plan to try to, to go. Uh, I do plan to see it in a theater, and then I will do my notesy stuff um, when I watch it on Peacock. I love this theater and at home stuff. It's so yeah. nice. Well, since I mean you haven't been out in years, so yeah. It, when like I really want to see the Terrifier too. I've heard mm-hmm. mixed things. Um, yeah. And that's only in theaters, which is surprising because Hellraiser is a much bigger name than Art the Clown. And right. uh, so I'm like, okay, choices were made. That's fine. Oh, and but, it depends on the studio. I mean, true. who has it and who can distribute it to what. So maybe do you they know don't who have Art, it good. Do you know who Art the Clown is? No. No, but you know who Pinhead is. Yeah. Because I haven't seen Terrifier, but I've seen Hellraiser. Stop. Asshole. I mean, that's, no, no, I'm, that's, that's <laughs> I, like, it's a bigger deal. I've seen it. And I I've heard of Terrifier. Right. But I've, yeah, I've, I've never seen it ever. Even when you showed me that, sent me that thing, I was like, I don't know. I, it looks familiar, mm-hmm. but I don't know what that is. True that. All righty, guys. Well, we want to thank you for hanging out with us, as always. Uh, we're going to get out of here. I got stuff to do today. Mm-hmm. Um, namely, drinking a lot of beer. Um, mm. But that's not here nor there. Um, It'll be over there later. Yeah. Oh, yes, it will. Um, and it so, will yeah, we want to thank you for hanging out with us as always. Um, you can find us on all the social medias. We're on uh, Facebook at Pod and Gore Podcast, where we have the group and the page. Um, we do have Instagram and Twitter, um, Gore at Gore underscore pod. You can email us at bl- uh, uh, blood, pod and gore at gmail.com. If uh, you have a, an opinion, a comment, a take, anything related to this i mean hell we'll take any related to anything really but yeah. if you have a <laughs> you want to call us a couple of dickheads and have us read it on air we'll do it we'll fuck call. if you send in a voice message through anchor i'll play the shit on the podcast that's fine yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'd rather not but you know what hey it is what it is oh that's another yeah. thing for those that if you listen to us on the anchor app you can record a voice message and send it in if you listen to our 100th episode celebration we had half a dozen people send in voice messages for that show yeah. um you send us a voicemail uh through that voice message however you want to do it um I will insert it into the show and we will discuss it. Um, But yeah, there's uh, many ways that you can reach out to us. We encourage that you do so. Please like, rate, review, share, tell somebody, hey, listen to the show. It's good stuff. 
or if you just want to argue with us, we're both very good at arguing back, yeah. and, <laughs> and we'd love to do that. Um, anyway, we're going to get out of here. We will see you in a few days when we uh, get together with Jeremy and we talk about Werewolf by Night, Marvel's first venture into actual cinematic horror, um, retro style. It's amazing mm-hmm. looking. Um, and then we will see you again on Monday, a week from today as a release uh with our take on halloween ends indeed um until then we've been your host my name is brandon my name is justin and we'll see you guys next episode bye